Hi there, this is Donna Kozik. I'm the founder of MyBigBusinessCard.com and creator and leader of the original Write a Book in a Weekend program. And today I'm putting on my hat as the lead editor for the Community Book Project and our latest edition called Possum Friends. And it's all about uh, pets in our lives and uh, what love they give us and what love we give them. And we're just all just a very loving, happy community. And I'm super excited to be uh, talking with one of the contributors, Beth Monroe. Before I do that, though, let me tell you a little bit about the book, which, by the way, is available on Amazon. You know, most people think of their pets as members of the family, and why not? Furry, feathered, hooved, or scaled, nothing compares to the unique relationships people have with their beloved pets. Pet lovers from around the world come together in this anthology of animal appreciation. From dogs, cats, horses, goats, birds, bunnies, and pigs, these creatures are full-fledged family members to many people. Pets reduce stress, lower blood pressure, stimulate empathy and awareness, encourage social interactions, fight depression and loneliness, increase exercise, foster trust, improve relationships between humans, protect our loved ones and property, and provide a variety of valuable services and constant entertainment. In short, our pets are capable of enhancing, extending, and in some cases, even saving our lives. But ask any pet lover and you'll hear that it's the unreserved affection and unconditional love received from pets that keeps them coming back for more. All right, so again, we are speaking with Beth Monroe uh, this morning. First, I'm going to read her essay. It's entitled, What Do You Want? And uh, she starts off with a quote from Joseph Wood Crutch that says, Cats seem to go on the principle that it never does any harm to ask for what you want. And then she begins, Whiskey Whiskers needs a new friend, or she'll keep terrorizing your feet. At the shelter, hold each one upside down sounded like a test for what, for if we'd mistreat a kitten, but it's a test of their temperament. That the tortoise shell had no temper upside down meant she balanced out our beloved tuxedo cat's propensity to swat. One swatter's enough. Asking friends for names, honoring my Italian heritage, Tuxi honored the Scottish side, kept yielding vino. Perhaps were who needed a new friend. <laughs> Finally came Pesto the Pest, better than signing Christmas cards, whiskey and vino. Pesto the Pest inspired me to be a stomach sleeper, my lower back and knees, and hollow of knees, their bed. Whiskey whiskers swatted me if I moved. That tortie said, buongiorno, by gently licking our eyelashes. That taxi swatted us for falling back asleep. Besides that daily helpfulness, Pesto the Pest heat seeker lobbied for a thermostat timer by balancing like a cornering race car on the baseboard heater. Whiskey Whiskers, the Empress, lobbied for good posture by swatting when I slouched, disturbing her perch. With her on my shoulder and the heat seeker purring on my lap, I finally sat long enough to finish my thesis. Thanks, comfy, bad cop, good cop. Ask for what you want, react to the opposite, sometimes both. Again, this comes from Beth Monroe. And uh, Ask and Beth Monroe, CPC, helps you keep what you want and make space to enjoy it. You can explore her testimonials about coaching and organizing for life and home at from omg2ohm.com. 
I love this uh, domain name, www.fromomg2om.com, and then om is spelled O-M. So we're going to have a little chat here with Beth. There we go. Hey, Beth. Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm well. You? Good. Do you have a cat in your lap right now? You know, I don't. We are a a one dog family currently, but we ah. we had those two cats for nineteen and a half years. Oh wow! Yes, that is that is a long time and a lot of kitty love. So that's good. And uh, dogs are okay mm-hmm. too. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Yep. So your uh, piece started with a quote from Joseph Woods Press. It says, "Cats seem to go on the principle that it never." does any harm to ask for what you want. And uh, that's a unique quote that came to us with the community book project. I was curious if you were familiar with it before writing this essay. You know, I I chose the quote. I found it and chose it before writing it, but it was entirely new to me. Um, I I actually, I love quotes so much. I, I think you do too. But um, I have to set an anti-wandering timer before I go quote searching. And uh I confess the author uh, was unknown to me, and I actually lost two minutes of my searching allowance pondering his parents' sense of humor or or maybe their carelessness for giving him a middle name of Wood with a last name of Crutch. Who would do that to a kid? But I, it just made me think perhaps I had spent more time deciding on the name of the two cats than his parents had. Yeah, I like how you told all your friends, too. Um, <laughs> to, to name your cat. Well, I, I kind of did the same thing when I was naming Felina. It's like I was looking for, you know, what's a good cr- girl's cat name, a good girl's cat name. And then uh, mm. I I came up with Felina. And uh, so there we go. It seems to suit That's her. a great favorite. name. Yeah, which all, I mean, all cat names after a while um, do seem to suit them. So Uh, I think we we do a good job in that. Now, this is your second time in the community book project. Uh, Any uh, fun or anything that you learned while writing this essay? You know, I would have to say uh, that I, I, now now what I'm about to say doesn't mean I can't ever complain about it in the future again, okay? (laughs) But I actually learned to love the 200-word boundary this time. my first draft, I kind of couldn't believe it, was once again 300 words, right where I was the last time in my first draft. I was like, oh, my God, really? Um, but instead of swearing this time, um, which is a little bit of a waste because I do know a lot of good Scottish swear words from my husband, but um, I didn't use any of them this time. I just used what I learned the last time, and that was to think about editing, like curating a crowded closet, sort of set the timer and go, and then timer rings, celebrate what's done, set the timer again if needed, and uh, I got down to the 200 words, and it was it was fun, kind of like being in a game show, uh, trying to, to get it done. Um, the other thing I learned, I'd say, is that, like, I hadn't realized that I had sort of a philosophy um, about asking for what I want and reacting to what I don't want, so it was pretty cool. It felt like the cats were still helping me, you know, even from over the Rainbow Bridge. They were still teaching me stuff. So. Oh, that is so sweet. And, yes, they are, absolutely. 
yeah, you're not the only one who might have swore at me for having the 200 word uh, <laughs> uh, criteria boundary for the essays. Uh, but I do it for a couple of reasons. One's just to, first of all, everybody's like, oh, 200 words, that's easy. I can write that amount. And then realizing that uh, it takes a little finesse. It takes a little, like you say, curating or editing to make each one of those words sing. And then that's my goal, too, to show everybody that they do have the writing gene uh, in them, even if they don't think that they do. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you'd like to take part in the community book project, we would love to have you. And you can register your interest at the communitybookproject.com where you'll uh, be alerted to our next project and receive a submission guide for that and all the details. So you can be like that and then write 300 words and then whittle them down to 200. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's better than what uh, we used to do in school, right? Which is like count all the words. It's like, oh, is, it, is it, you know, did I hit my marker yet? You know, so at least this is a yeah. little bit easier than that, I think. Yeah, very true. <laughs> so uh, it's, yeah. you were mentioning your philosophy about asking for you want for what you want and reacting to what you don't want. And uh, it seems from your bio that starts with the word ask that you may have been using that philosophy in your work without realizing it. You know, I think, I think you may be right about that. Um, hmm. uh, my focus is always more on asking for what you want and keeping what you want. But it did occur to me through this writing, you can't just ignore when you know sometimes you can but but you can't always just ignore it when what you don't really want is happening or is taking too much space and energy in your life so you know writing this I had this like and right now it's coming even clearer to me I'm both of those cats (laughs) I'm both of those cats in my work um but it's about what the client wants and what the client doesn't want. And I sort of per celebration for all the progress that's made. And then I gently, way gently, more gently than that cat did, I swat, like verbally swat, when the client's wandering, when wandering is happening and refocusing is needed for them to be able to meet their goals. So, huh, like who knew? I'm both cats. Thank you, Donna, <laughs> for, again, for making me write and making me think, you know, even in this, uh, you know, short interview. And uh, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're doing more of these book projects. I'm so glad. Yeah, I do, I do really enjoy them, too. And I like the insights that we get, you know, all a little bit of the uh, channeling, the cat personalities of the purring and, um uh, the uh the swats and everything a little bit in between so i think it is needed coaching is an interesting uh career <laughs> i have to say mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. one that i kind of fell into myself and i have to say i really enjoy it and uh mm-hmm. i like this thought too and i and having my cats around uh piper and felina as uh muses to help me write is also helpful 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Beth, one more time, I'll let you say it. Where can people find you? They can find me at um, my website from OMG to OM.com. That's uh, from OMG to OM.com. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you so much, Beth. You're purring. (laughs) Thank you, Donna. (laughs) You couldn't resist purring. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, thank you so much, Beth, for joining us today. And again, this is Donna Kozik. I'm the founder of MyBigBusinessCard.com and creator and leader of the original Write a Book in a Weekend program. And you can find out more about the Community Book Project at thecommunitybookproject.com. If you're interested in writing your own book, you can go download my free book planner at freebookplanner.com and make sure you go to Amazon and look for our book called Possum Friends. Possum not spelled like the animal, but P-A-W-S-O-M-E, like awesome, but Possum Friends. Uh, It's a community book project and you can again find that on amazon.com. Until then, Thank you so much for listening, and Beth and I will see you in the bookstore. All right, next up we have Melanie G. Robinson, and Melanie's piece is entitled Louie the Lovable River Dog. She starts off with a quote from Mark Asher that says, A dog is one of the few things in life that is as it seems. And then she writes, Louie is a rescue dog from Bristol Dogs and Cats Rescue Home. He came to live with our family in September 2010 after our dog Prince died. When we first met him, he literally flopped over on his back, put his paws up in the air, and greeted us enthusiastically. Needless to say, we fell in love with him straight away. Louie has a very soft character. He is sweet, mild-mannered, and very affectionate. He loves people and also seems to have a sense of humor. He is a collie cross and is black and white with spots. His coloring is like an Oreo biscuit. Louis is happiest with the simplest things in life, like long walks, especially down the river Y. He likes to jump in the water and swim. That's why we call him Louis the River Dog. He likes mealtimes, treats, and belly rubs, too. These things make him give us a typical doggy smile. There's a saying that says nothing makes you smile more than looking into the face of a dog that loves you. That is so sweet. And that comes from Melanie G. Robinson, who's a best-selling author who lives with her family in the United Kingdom, thus Oreo Biscuit. And you can email her at melaniegrobinson at gmail.com. Let's have a little chat with Melanie. Hi there, Melanie. Hello, Donna. Hello. So how do you pronounce that river? Is it is it Y or Way or? It's Y. Y. W-Y-E. Yeah, W-Y-E. Y. Okay. I can't remember now what I said, but uh, I wanted to get that clarified. So Louis the River Dog, he sounds adorable. Yeah, he's really, has like, like I said, he's got a very soft manner. And he loves his belly rubs and obviously his treats and going down by the river and uh, swimming in the water and getting like a real um, wet dog looks, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, he really loves that. So, yes, he loves going for his walks by the river. Yeah. Oh, well, it sounds beautiful, too. Um, where you live, is it, cu- like, country-like? Yes, it's very country-like. <laughs> We're actually a very small town um, in the Midlands, in the UK. Uh-huh. Very nice. And uh, I understand that you are working on a book. Tell us about that. Yes, I've just recently started back a draft on a book on um, personal development and where I'd like to share some, some of my testimony of what I've been through um, and overcoming and um, encouraging people and also saying that not everything has to be perfect uh, in your life, but um, encourage you to um, do the best for your life and and to move forward and don't give up. Yeah, I love that. I think that uh, two things. One, we all have a story to tell. And two, that readers are looking to be inspired uh, above all. And if we bring our heart to the page uh, and aim to do that, well, then you're batting a thousand when you're when you're writing a book. So good for you. Good for you. Oh, thank you, Donna. How long how long did it take you to kind of put that together or uh do you have or better question yet is kind of what are your writing habits? Do you write in the morning, evening? What's that look like for you? I prefer to write in the morning, um like a couple of thousand words. And I find that works better for me because in the morning you normally feel fresher and yeah, I feel better in the mornings, writing in the mornings, and and setting aside that time to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree, too. More centered and thoughts are more clear um, in the morning. So, very good. Melanie, do you have any questions, uh, or what else should we talk about? Um, yeah, I'd like to ask you, how you originally started your business and some thoughts and feelings um, how where you started and what you're feeling now about your business yeah so this is a first uh, Melanie and I were talking before uh, I started the recording and I said what else should we talk about she's like well I'd like to ask you a question how did you start your business? I, I love to hear people's stories. So um, I could, you know, I in fact, I have uh, done some talks on this that um, can go on and on, but I'll just give everybody a thumbnail uh, version. So I'm most known for my write a book in a weekend programs, and that all stem from my uh, big business card uh, philosophy. And that stemmed because I wrote a book. And when you write a book, everybody's like, hey, how'd you write that book? 
And so I started showing other people how to write a book. And one of my first clients, Peter Wallen, was working on his book. And he said, you know, Donna, I'm going to use this book as my big business card. And it was kind of like, ding, ding, ding. Oh, that's so cool. I can show other people how to use a book as a big business card. And so that's what I've been doing for, gosh, almost 20 years now and uh, really enjoying it. And then have, just to keep things interesting, have branched out into other things like uh, the Gratitude Book Project several years ago, which Melanie took part in, which you took part in, and then also now the Community Book Project, which I just really enjoy uh, bringing people together, giving them an opportunity to be published and show them how it all works. So that's my story, that's Melanie. <laughs> that's fabulous. Uh, really love to hearing about it. Uh, you are really you are so sweet. And uh, Melanie, one more time, could you say your email address for us where people can reach you? Well, Melanie G. Robinson at gmail.com. Yes. Yes, you can. And, and touch with uh, Melanie and hear more. Maybe ask her about uh, Louis the River Dog. And uh, that would be fabulous. Uh, until next time, this is Donna Kozik. I'm the founder of MyBigBusinessCard.com, creator and leader of the original Write a Book in a Weekend program, and also the lead editor for the Community Book Project. And you have been listening to stories from our latest edition about possum friends. And this is our pets edition of the Community Book Project. You can find it on Amazon.com. And uh, look forward to hearing some of your feedback, too. There is information in the book about how you can reach out uh, to all of us who are in it. Uh, Melanie, thanks again for being with me. And until next time, again, this is Donna Kozak. Look forward to hearing uh, from you. And you can uh, check us out at thecommunitybookproject.com.